The Rigger Gambling Feed is back every Monday. Join myself, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, and John Jaszewski for East Coast Bias. Sunday's action recap and our favorite bets for Monday Night Football. Then on Tuesday, we got the Roster Diamond Show where I'll break down everything you need to know in the betting world. Plus, the East Coast Bias Boys will be back on Thursday to help you get your betting card sorted ahead of all the NFL action. And then on Fridays, it's me back with Warren Sharp, deep diving into the analytics. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. What's going on, shoes? I am actively sick right now, throwing Ugh. up all kinds of gross stuff. So my question for you is, if something from pro wrestling this week is the cause of my illness, what do you think it is? <laughs> what do you think made me throw up? For the, it's been making me throw up for the past 24 hours. Ah, man. Uh, I would say the reaction to uh, body shaming Deanna Perrazzo. Oh, probably. that's a good one, actually. <laughs> that's, that's a good, a, that's a good that's way a, to, to throw up a bunch of people who probably never been around or touched a woman in their life telling them <laughs> what a woman should look like because they're they're wrestlers. Yeah, that that's good enough to make it throw up. Dude, I, that's that's probably the right answer. Let's start the show. <laughs> What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening you're to You're listening to You are listening to And you're listening, you're listening to You are listening to The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to The Masked Man Show with Kaz. I'm doing good, man. I know you're a little bit under the weather, so I don't want to... I don't want to have you pulling the flu game before us. You could just, <laughs> it could be a quick one today if it needs to be. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep it brief. We'll keep yeah. it brief. I don't yeah. want to make any like weird sounds for everybody. You're actually right about that uh, body shaming stuff. I mean, that comes up all the time. <laughs> it's hilarious seeing what what people. You know, it feels like if you're on wrestling Twitter too much, you 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 tend to fall into the the wrestling Twitter topic of the week. And uh, seeing that, like body shaming anybody who does anything athletically is always actively hilarious because athletes come in all different shapes and sizes. What would have been the, the best opportunity to body shame in pro wrestling prior to this, mo- this totally toxic modern era? Uh, like people watching the Heart Foundation, they were just like, Brett's great, but look at this tub of lard over here as his partner. Right. Like, Jim, Jim the, the Anvil can't do some sit ups or something. Man, I've seen some of the biggest, huskiest, round tubbiest people do. Out 
out sprint, out strength, out like cardio, anybody that's chiseled out of, you know what I mean? Granite or whatever. Like athletes yeah. are athletes, bro. And it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that we that's still kind of cool thing do about this. Ra- I mean, listen, this is so far <laughs> afield from Deanna Peraza because she's in great shape, of but course. like, it, but, but the, but you're right. That's part of the, one of the cool things about pro wrestling is seeing big fatsos do, you know, flips off the top rope and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I mean, like, come on, this is, athletes are athletes. We don't have, we don't have, athletes, you don't have to dude. make weight in pro wrestling. Definitely. But you know, uh, yeah. If you, I mean, it's just so crazy, man. This is what you spend your time doing, just like making these comments. And it sucks even more because it's like, you know, like just seeing how people, you know, these are real people, bro. Like the stuff that you wouldn't say, I I don't know. I I guess I'm I'm on my soapbox this morning just because I kind of peruse through the the timeline here and there. And how many times a week I get called a shill, I get like, uh, I'd have, if I had a dollar for every time, it'd be great. Oh, but. Then I would be a show. I mean, I guess that would make you a show if you're being just a, getting I feel paid like be, to be a show. Well, that would be fantastic, too. But I would say it's just like, yo, a lot of people that are fans of pro wrestling don't even start from a level of respect over it sometimes, you know? And it's wild, man. These are real people. And much much as, as terrible as the comments that people will say about other folks out there like these are real people that you're talking to at the end of the day like they're yeah well maybe that's sort of maybe that's sort of the point is the people that are making these sort of terrible comments and not even just about that but just in general the most toxic people oh yeah pro the the pro wrestling internet yeah are not we need like they're they're, it's easy to say they're not like us but honestly i think they're not people who know wrestling is is it's a show it is a show No, but i think that most of the people who are saying this aren't those people i think they're people who are who have issues who have lack of lack of comprehension issues and and trust me like i know there's a fine line between like the tribalism i think we need to just have a we should just make this episode like a come to jesus moment about like wrestling fans let's all just sit around a camp everybody will discuss this no (laughs) listen no this is we're gonna get on our high horse you can be in your soapbox i'm gonna be on my high horse and i'm gonna say (laughs) those aren't our people we don't need to worry about them there's no one out here listening the show who's making like any kind of jokes about people's bodies right if you are you can you know and more than the dial um (laughs) i have have more important things to talk about yeah definitely this was going to be my cool open question but it it just required a bigger conversation um we had jinder mahal versus seth rollins tight on monday night raw we had hook versus joe samoa joe last night even more tight that's what I was going to ask. Which was the tightest of the two of the two matches? Which one did you enjoy the most? Trust me, uh, nobody was waving the flag harder for a Seth uh, Gender uh, barn burner of a mm-hmm. match, you know. But it was it was it was it was a solid match. It was okay, solid. It was just okay. I feel like you know anybody who listens to the show knows how big I was on Hook for a long time, and mm-hmm. I thought they were making a big mistake not doing a lot more with him. So he got his real first main event opportunity last night. And even though we all kind of knew he was going in there to lose, he still came out looking better than he did when he walked in. So I think off of that. Yeah, that's wrestling. It's wrestling 101 and they pulled it off. And and I think that that's not that's not nothing. I mean, I think they should definitely get we should definitely give him a round of applause for that. Um, Hook was uh, every bit the old school underdog contender. This is what they, you know. The point was to make him look valiant and losing, and he really did look great. Yeah. Um, and on the flip of, side of that, it's wild to see how much of, I don't want to say the old Samoa Joe, but like it's almost like he's found a new gear in this like later stage of his career 
that oh, was pretty yeah. fun to see last night, especially as a world champion, knowing that he's like this big dominant sort of dude. Um, it was, it's been a while since, we, since you know, we've seen Samoa Joe in that sort of role. So I think Joe is so really physically good. terrifying. Yes. Talk about <laughs> interesting body types. Somehow, yes, yes perfectly, perfectly. Somehow, he, if you go back and watch him in Ring of Honor, he's a different shape, you know? And, I, and, and even in TNA, he somehow just managed to I mean, did he did he find a personal trainer? And when he's the trainer was just like, "Show me your ideal body type." He just took out a picture of a square like that. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled a boulder out of his pocket and he yeah, said, "I want to look like just this." Like, I want to be, I want to be like a or like a cartoon character right, where it's just like, all shoulders and then straight down. Word. Uh, I don't know the bad guys from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog that turned into like just strong. Rolling balls. Oh yeah, well, Sonic does that too. But yes, yeah, yeah, well, Sonic the, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah, he is. He's just like he's he's incredible. He's, he's a human just cannonball, so incredible. Bro. Like if a if a cannonball had arms and legs, yes. that's Samoa Joe. And he's so he's well, he's so good. Yeah, you know, yeah. we leave a lot of the we, as as much as we think we know, we also leave a lot of the leave a lot of the door of the locker room in the sense that like we kind of take it for granted that some things that are perceived to be true or true mm-hmm. and the only knock on joe for the past what, near decade has been his health you know yes. his, like his ability to pull this kind of roll off um but he's out there doing it man i mean he's just so great he's yeah. so great um, he's, got, he's got this charisma about him that's just like man you either got that or you don't you know and he could do all the do cool you remember him the going toe to toe with roman i mean remember yeah. like what, when he would get in the get on the mic back at WWE, everybody and their mom would just be like, "How is this guy not your top guy?" It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then yeah, but but um, I mean that match was so much fun. I saw I can't tell you how many times I saw the the gif or the clip of him planting hook through the table. Well, not through the table, like onto the neck first <laughs> onto the corner of the table. I'm guessing that's not exactly how they 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 wrote it up. They drew it yeah. up, but. That's the kind of shit that'll get Hook more over. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Those sorts of like accidents, you know, that's the real, that's the real proof of proof of toughness or whatever. Not, not the scripted in-ring match with Joe, although the whole thing was like a crazy fraternity initiation gone bad. Or like, it's like he was being jumped into a gang. Yes, (laughs) yes. You said it so perfectly because I feel like I I don't want to say the knock on hook, but the knock on any second generation wrestler is you're always going to be compared to your dad, no matter what, especially if we've seen him, especially if he's on commentary. And I feel like Samoa Joe and Taz are from the same sort of school of just real tough guys, you know what I mean? And and their style and the suplex and all that type of stuff. And yeah, it kind of felt like hook was getting jumped into like the, the, the quote unquote tough guy room. In pro wrestling, like you're a legitimate badass now because you went square up with one of the toughest dudes there's ever been. You're a son of one of the toughest dudes who's ever been. And even though you're going to lose, like this is going to be the thing that's going to make you better uh, in, in in the years so, to come. So so now we're talking Hook. Good like, on what's, hook. Ne- what's next for Hook? The match ended with some Mogul Embassy involvement. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, Hangman's out there. Master Hangman wants a piece of Samoa Joe. I like the Hangman-Samoa Joe matchup. Uh, I think that'll be, if that's where the way they're going to go uh, next, I think that'll be a good direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, like Samoa Joe is just absolutely at the apex. And the funny thing about Hangman is that he kind of seems like he's, 
I don't know. How big of a star is Hangman to you? I get his importance in the entire uh, elite's history and the the history of the company. So, I guess of of the folks that have come under that tree, I'd say he's fairly important. You know, I think he's fairly popular. Uh, I just feel the, like he's always in these top level feuds, and I don't mean this is this is not an insult. This is just my yeah. perception. He's always in these top level feuds, but he's never he never feels quite enough, quite big enough to really make the guy that he's fighting against. I mean, mm. obviously him and Swerve put on this epic thing, but that was like a dance, right? That was well. That was look, who you're comparing him to like the, those big matches that you, you're probably comparing him to are like Kenny Omega and CM Punk, which yeah, are true. massive. They're the, as big as you can get in in the past yeah. decade and a half, right? But everybody else, he's always. I think he's always stood out. Like I think he's always kind of you know, been fairly popular. I dig the... No, he's popular. I love him. I want to see all of his matches. Right. I just feel like... Um, he's kind of in the know. way right now. Well, no, I feel like the whole his whole career is... Well, career, his whole AEW career has been a man on the precipice of the character turn that's going to take him to the next level. That's it's going to mustache. make him... Do you the think mustache. it's the mustache? The, mustache. the, the Wilford it, Brimley is what's going to put him over the top? One million percent it's the mustache. His name was Hangman Adam Page, right? Like, yeah. I, I think he's he was a little too... He was too baby face of a baby. I face can't for deal that, with right? this though. The mustache, okay, the mustache, the mustache is, great. is gonna, the mustache is gonna be what what really drops his. That mustache home, is borderline as offensive to me as just a you know uh, man with with without a lot of confidence yeah. as when Karrion Cross started growing his hair and suddenly it turned <laughs> out he had hair. You know, not everybody can grow a good like walrus mustache. You don't think he's got I, a good mustache? I think no, it's a good mustache. no, no. It's a great. That's the point. A yeah, guy as good gotcha. looking and as talented as him shouldn't also have the great mustache <laughs> jeans that all of us want, you know, when we're putting together a Wild West Halloween costume and stuff. Word, word, word. I hope I hope it's his real mustache, bro, because that joint came kind of quick. Can you imagine if, like, it was a, you know, a soda on, like, Hollywood mustache that they just, like, somebody been backstage at AEW was like, yo, I got the perfect thing to get Hangman over, bro. Oh, and they just great. <laughs> Go for just, it. And they just sew it in and they, were, they all looked at each other they were like, Tony Khan looks up from Twitter for three seconds. Yeah, give him the mustache. That's great. <laughs> nah, no, I hope, yeah, no, nah, definitely a real mustache. It's 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 gonna be what takes his character to the top. Because I don't think I don't think he comes out of this uh swerve, Samoa Joe, hook sort of quartet as the world champion, right? I still think it's in the cards for a swerve to eventually get that. But you ask where I think Hook goes from here, I think, you know. I hope they don't do the thing that they always do where they just kind of send people back to, to the back of the line, right? Like, I think there's something here about Hook not, you know, backing down to Samoa Joe at the end, not wanting Adam Page's help uh, getting up where he sort of sticks around to the top of the card. And, you know, maybe he's not world champion, but he's like still up in Samoa Joe's annoyance, you know, and still floating around the top of the car. And I don't want to see him go back to doing episodes of Rampage. You know what I mean? Like he's the, the spotlight thing I think is going to be over as hell. Like the, the send hook signal yeah, in the yeah. sky is, is going to be good. Like keep that dude, keep that dude around. Even if he's not winning the world title, you're only going to, it's only going to benefit you having somebody that young around all those vets and all those guys with main event experience. Okay. I well, think. let me ask you this then. Uh, I mean, AEW is chock full of young guys, the young lions. They're not is hooked, Hook, though. Is Hook that guy? <laughs> I, I, I've been high on him for a long time, man, and it's because he's done a lot with not much. And it, it, when you do a lot with not much, it, it, it really, in in my experience, has always seen that the more layers that you add to a guy, the better they become. 
And this is a super, and I mean super out the window example, but I kind of compare early Hook to like very early Roman Reigns when he just got out the shield, right? Where he didn't talk a whole lot, but he was kind of badass, you know what I mean? I'm not saying, gosh. Don't clip this. I'm not saying Hook is Definitely the next Roman Reigns. Definitely clip this, right? <laughs> I'm not saying Hook is the next Roman Reigns. I'm not saying Hook is the next Roman Reigns. I'm going to say one more time. I'm not saying Hook is the next Roman Reigns. But I'm saying the same sort of ability that he kept to, to capture folks' attention without really cutting a whole lot of promos, without saying a whole lot of words, but still being this high-impact, high uh, offense, high, you know, just high intensity offensive dude who seems legit like a badass, kind of reminds you of what Roman Reigns was like when he first broke out the shield, and even when he was still in the shield and had that great run in the Royal Rumble. And every, even though the, the shield were heels, they were like, "This dude is gonna be the fucking, this guy's got it." You know what I mean? So, I, I think this is good for Hook, man, and I think. The fact that he's already gotten this popular without having to have too many layers of him as a character is only going to make him a bigger star when they finally push the button and and make him world champion or give him a a run at the top or something like that. Yeah. No, I thought everything has been perfect. I don't don't know the path forward for him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think keeping him involved would be great, although I kind of feel like... I don't know. When's our next big show? Uh, Revolution, March yeah. 3rd. Yeah, they got a ways to go. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Hook versus Hook versus Swerve and, you know, a hang alongside a Hangman Joe one-on-one match. Yeah. Yeah. Although Something a triple like threat it, by I mean by by March, a triple threat, if that hasn't ha- if that if this is still the going concern, will probably feel like the right move, right? With Swerve and Hangman and Joe all in there together. Um what they don't need to do is shoehorn him into any more like big time matches until you know. I think there's more of a consensus that he's earned it. But keep him in the storyline. Keep him definitely hanging keep around. Keep him in the sure. storyline. Definitely. That's that's what I would say. Um, yeah, there's a lot of youth on that roster, and I and I think it's just I think there's so much that it came kind of came as a shock to me, and I can speak for everybody else in the world and say maybe everybody else too that Hook was just the guy. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. It's not like they were touting, well, they were touting his, his win-loss record, but it's not like it was Goldberg coming out every night with just like some, you know, just like about how impossible he is to defeat. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's a more, there's there's more of a realism to that, right? Like, I think we we live in a, we live in a, in a world where undefeated streaks don't necessarily mean you're the best and mm-hmm. long, you know, impressive win-loss records in your youth, like sort of like MMA fighters, UFC fighters, it's still impressive even though it's not like, oh my God, this guy can't recover after a loss. We've seen it. Like we see mm-hmm. it a lot in the UFC. We see it a lot in mixed martial arts. Whereas, you know, the Goldberg comparisons where it's like, if he goes 70 and 0 and you finally lose, what what's what's there to do next after that? You know, uh, I think, I think it, it was built a little bit differently. And, um, Makes a lot of sense with, with given his character, you know, like sometimes you take losses that the, there's appropriate losses to take. Getting choked out by Samoa Joe because he refused to give up. Yeah. is a good loss to take. He didn't he didn't get pinned one, two, three. He didn't, you know, what I mean, take a sucker's way out or anything like that. He went out <laughs> on the shield. So yeah, I think he's going to be fine. But, you know, impressive night for him, man. I can't I can't say enough. I thought he was great. It was fantastic. What a, what a showing. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's go back to that other title match. Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal versus Seth Rollins. Jinder Mahal, your favorite wrestler. Jinder My Mahal. My guy. Can With Indusher versus Seth Rollins. I thought that was a really good match. Mm. Um, the ending didn't do a lot for me, but I guess that's just sort of the way these things go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did like I rewatched it like three times trying to figure out like what made me feel like the you know a little bit down on it in the first viewing, but I couldn't even pinpoint it. I mean, there was a little bit of gender hamming it up for the stomp. There was a little bit of you know after everything gender had put him through that Seth can Seth just does the <laughs> the diamond cutter. Or the stomp is like the diamond cutter, right? It's just like the more you beat him up, the more he's definitely going to do it to you and win with it. Oh yeah. Um, but it was a really fun match, man. Gender gender looked really good. And I kind of and I like I don't know. Gender with with his with his you know, big hosses backing him up. <laughs> are definitely Okay, look, when he was tight, when he was a champ before, yeah. it was sort of shtick. Like it was sort it was it was it was what it was. It was what it was. Okay. I I'll, I'll let you live with that. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. But obviously, if he weren't the champion before, what would he have been doing? Well, probably he wouldn't have been like the number one contender. It was sort of like they made him champion and then established him as a championship worthy person, right? That happens a lot. Yeah. But uh, there's something about that. There's something adjacent to that going on now where he could be doing a lot of different stuff. But if he was just coming out and cutting promos, then to sure, they would seem like like the 13th most important thing on Raw, maybe right. lower than that. Right. You put him in okay. that main event picture. With those two big boys outside the ring, I don't know, man. I can really get into it. I'm, now, like, now, I'm, now they're kind of lurking around, right? I mean, yeah. you know, Jinder's had a hell of a month, right? You started off with The Rock and then the Seth stuff and obviously the Tony stuff. So, I mean, it's not like it, it, it would it would make sense for them to just throw him back to the bottom of the card. Like, it almost feels like if this was the plan, it was so they can have another sort of fringe main event guy on the roster. And why wouldn't he be? He's been around forever. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he has, you know, history with Seth Rollins. He's held titles. Like he's not a scrub, you know, even though people on social media would, would love to talk about what Jinder Mahal isn't. But what he is, is a guy who's at the end, at the very, 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 very yes. least, a good pro hand to have with anybody you got coming up against the roster, right? Like anybody that you throw in with The Rock who hasn't done anything is a guy that they trust, right? Like, so, you know, um, yeah, I don't think he has to be the world champion to be a worthy sort of guy, but, you know, maybe you do. Maybe it happens again. You know, they've they've seen, they've kind of proven that um, 
he's going to get people talking <laughs> one way or another. Oh, God, so, yeah. uh, you know, given that, I think Jinder, if he's healthy again, which I think was another thing with Samoa Joe that you mentioned, if he's healthy and could stay, you know, uh, on on the roster, then he's always good to have around in the top of the card. Maybe you have him feud with whoever beats Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship or something like that. Or maybe you have him, maybe you know, beat Gunther. Maybe you have him be good. Maybe, you know, maybe Gunther turns into a face or something. Like, I don't know. There's ways to keep him uh, interesting. Every time I think they're about to, like, turn Gunther into a face, though. It's it's getting to that point where people people ain't going to be booing him, man. Like, he's hard to boo. <laughs> like, I know, he's just, but, it, but he's also easy to boo. Uh, yeah. And I look at him last night. It's like he made his big return. I mean, people like him, obviously, but I don't know. He's got I too just much think respect. He, he's too, he looks too much like a villain. He does, look and we like want, and I think we boo him out. Of, we boo him out of respect. He's, he's you know? Nikola Jokic, man. You boo him out of respect. He looks like a villain. He looks like the guy. He's not the guy that uh, is there to to get cheered. He's not the guy to sign all the autographs and take the pictures of the babies, or whatever. But they do it anyway because True. he's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like if you're awesome, you're gonna get cheered. So. Uh, I could totally see a world where Gunther has become so awesome that he's a fringe babyface and Jinder Mahal ends his streak and, and becomes Intercontinental Champion or something like that. Oh my gosh, Jinder. And that's enough of people. They've built the Intercontinental title up so highly now. That's just the thought of me saying, hey, Jinder Mahal beats Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. It's like, oh, well, he can't do that. That's da 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 you would have had no problem with him winning the mid-card title years ago, but because of how how well Gunther and Jinder have been, I can totally see a world where that happens. Yeah. I could too. I could too. <laughs> Jinder's pretty good too. Jinder had a great showing, man. I, I heard Seth Rollins got hurt uh, at the match, mm-hmm. so I don't know how, how severe that is, uh, but uh, I don't know, Dave. What are you, what are you thinking about the, the pump fake and the pump fakes on the cash-ins with Damian Priest. What are your what are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, those? that's the gimmick at this point. That's kind of been the gimmick for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if he felt I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna try to argue the case, but I could I but I will after every cash in rank how legit he feels. <laughs> <laughs> with no argument at all. He felt slightly more legit than the previous cash ins okay. on Monday night. He's learning no. from his past and mistakes of the week. No, no, no. It's not about the character. It's uh-huh. about like, well, what if it actually went over? What if he actually won? What if, I mean, what if he actually, you know, did it and, and got the title? I mean, obviously, the raw stage is a smaller stage than a PLE. Right. So maybe it feels more natural there. Also, we we had talked ourselves into it with gender and everything else. Um, Drew is doing great, by the way. Those two guys oh, yeah. face-to-face. I think facing off with Drew, sort of being the same size as Drew, always makes always makes Priest look good. Um, who knew that they would, like, you know, hire CM Punk and Drew would come out as the best talker in the company. <laughs> the most compelling guy. Can I ask yeah. you a question about Punk? Yeah, ask away. Remember when Drew, we didn't talk about it that much, but last week when Drew and, and Punk went face-to-face and Drew was like, let me tell you, say just congratulations for not getting fired yet or whatever, yeah. whatever the great line was. Yeah. Do you feel like Punk's sort of dwindling <laughs> you feel like punk is getting too far away from controversy at this point that he's not quite the guy that he was when he came in dave you are making another grave mistake that we always make with cm punk oh no what is it 
right when we're starting to think, ah, oh, you know, maybe he's not as, he's going to do something. He's going to do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I mean. Oh, you think he knows this too? Mm-hmm. So he's going to go like hit Carlito with, a, with his car or something. He's going to do some wild shit. He can't help it. It's in his DNA. He's going to say some shit. He's going to do some shit. He's going to do something that's going to get people who watch wrestling talking. He always does it. And it's right around this time where people are like, eh, you know, he's back. And I think, you know, the excitement of him being around is sort of starting to, you know, uh, lose its luster a little bit. And then he sure. just always finds a way to get people talking again. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of agree with you. I think, you know, him showing up against and doing the, the promo with Drew was straight. It was straight. And I think it did more for Drew than a different punk. But who knows, man? Like, I'm not... <laughs> I think No, I thought, doing, he, I thought he was great in that promo. I think if I think we get that, into the business of trying to predict what Punk's going <laughs> to say or do to shake shit up, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's that response. Did you see the, the Young Bucks promo yesterday? Yeah. yeah. He kind Matthew of, and Nicholas, yes. Matthew and Nicholas, which... Brilliant, by the way. I wish that, like, I've been calling for them to be heel authority figures for a long time. It looks like we're finally getting Oh, they're getting so much better as smarmy heels, you oh. know? <laughs> It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Um, but maybe it's something to that. But I think you, I think the, the the thing with Drew is fine. And I think it made Drew, I think it did more for Drew than it did for uh, for Punk, which, you know, who would have guessed that a few months ago? He's definitely become compelling just for being a guy who pays attention. Well, I mean, Drew just pulled off the same thing last night. I mean, he doesn't even yeah. need Punk. He just goes and shit talks people and it seems yep. to work. Not yep. what I would have done. And, and it's really, and it seems to be really working. I thought Drew, they just needed to, Take the mic away from Drew. Not that he was bad, but just because it's sort of, you know, look at that guy. He's not, he doesn't need to be a talker. He can just destroy people. Yeah. I mean, the Cody stuff was, I think, well done. And I think uh, there wasn't, a, it's wild that they've taken this long to sort of start telling those stories. But I think that's, that was done by design. I think the whole finish the story thing doesn't really hit as much if we're not at least referencing that. These are both guys who left the company, came back, had similar sure. parallels. The Shinsuke thing, sort of the same thing. Both won the Warrior Rumble, fell off, losing the main event at WrestleMania. Like these are this, you're gonna hear it a million times about finish the story, finish the story. Like everybody in the entire company is is is, is, is like story. biting off to finish the story gimmick. Right oh now. yeah, everyone's swaggerjacking that shit. Like everyone's got a story to finish now. Um, it's the fetch of, of WrestleMania season <laughs> this year. Uh, but nah, you got to be able to tell those real stories about leaving the company and, and you know, things that happened outside the WWE walls or else. Why did you do so much to get these guys back? What was so important that, yep. you know, you had to come and get them after they were clearly favored by you at one point in the company and fell out somehow, you know, mm-hmm. or fell out of favor or thought, you know, it was t- like, that's what you do it for. So, um, referencing that last Drew match where Cody beats him and calls him the, still the, the you know, the, the chosen one and going to be a future world champion. Yep. That's really cool. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of intertwining storylines and, and different, you know, uh, links of the multiverse you can go down, uh, starting with Royal Rumble. So I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I I feel like usually around this time, we kind of have an idea of what the road to WrestleMania is going to look like. You know, I think last year, very heavy bloodline, very heavy Sammy J, but it was basically, is it's going to be Sammy or Cody? Yeah. 
this road, I have no idea, bro. I have no idea where where Cody's going to go from here, where Roman's going to go from here, or where Punk, Drew, and all these guys are going to go. You don't know. What's your guess, though? You don't know where they're going to go, like where they're going to be doing at WrestleMania? So I, I have an idea what they're going to be doing at WrestleMania, but I don't know what, what Elimination Chamber is going to look like. I don't know what we're going to do from now until April. I mean... Uh, we don't know if Rock is coming back. You know, you don't know if Rock's going to be at the Rumble. We don't know. If... Rock will be at the Rumble. You know yeah. who's going to be at the Rumble? Brock mm. Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. That's been that's been that's been reported now. Yeah, yeah. There's Gunther lots of... entered the thing. I mean, I think it does feel like the Gunther Lesnar WrestleMania showdown must be happening. Oh boy, that's going to be. My per- question to you: between the Roy- if if that's the way we go, between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. How many F5s? Um, well, uh, how, how, how much of Imperium is left right now? Uh, I think that they've got one. Okay. I think, it's, I think we just got How many pair. F5s will Ludwig Kaiser eat between <laughs> Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? Uh, the over under, and we could, we, could, we could set the line on the F5s to road to WrestleMania. I'm going to go with 11. I think I'm going to set the line at 11. And All right. I'm going to take, I think probably I'm going to take under, the over. I'm going to take the over. Yeah. I say I would probably go under, but 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 over over was would probably be what I would choose to do if I was booking it. Um, Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's wide open. It's just wide open right now. Uh, and, I, and that's part of what makes it really fun. All right. Um, we got to get out of here because I'm sick and... About to make a fool of myself, but it, what, what is there anything else we need to hit on? Valiant Dana Everdays. Brooke is now uh, Ash by Elegance. We talked about that on Monday. Yep. Nick Nemeth. Uh, Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. Well, I could say his name until he popped up in TNA, and now <laughs> it's like everybody else in TNA whose name I mangle. It's Nemeth like Gwyneth. Yeah, Nick Nemeth <laughs> uh, hit a hundred. I mean, hit a million views on YouTube. His <laughs> TNA debut. Let's go across the line. Love to see it. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fox shot down retribution. That's what Mace said. I could see that. <laughs> they didn't want Antifa faction. I could see that. Yeah. First of all, totally plausible. Second of all, the story that he told was totally like that's exactly what you would the way that story would sound if it was like fourth hand kind of fake info. <laughs> right? That's just like what your friend told you, heard it from the guy who heard it from Well, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah, take it out with a grain of salt. Um we didn't talk about Xavier Woods. I mentioned Kaiser, but Woods looked good this week. Woods looked great this week. New Day was on Drew Barrymore uh, this week as well, which is awesome. Were they? they? Yeah, they were all there together. And we're not out on Drew Barrymore anymore? Did she uh, make a comeback from the writer's strike stuff? Yes, I guess he crossed the line. So, you know, she's all good. Uh, <laughs> put my boys on TV. All right with me, uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, but, nah, it looked good. It was a good look for them. It was good to see them all three together. Man, man. Oof. Good to see E too, bro. Oh, that NXT was, was really fun this week. Well, it was like half, I don't know what the heck's going on and half fun. Uh, but I really am enjoying the uh, Baron Corbin, Braun Breaker tag team. That Their is funny backstage stuff. interaction is yeah. hilarious. Like your dude, that. your dude, Obafemi is, um, uh, is he turning heel? Is that what's going on here? Nah, bro. He is just going to be him. He's going to be, he's going to be Fufu Gunther, man. Like a goosey power Gunther. He's going to be the same sort of, He's going to he's going to be such an awesome undeniable figure even though they're trying to make him quote unquote a heel 
by saying, oh, you must bow before me, the NXT universe or whatever. Like, did you hear those chants? He already has his own what chant? Yep. Like, it, it kind of felt like M'Baku and the uh, Black Panther when they're like, ooh, ooh, after every sentence. And boy, if that gets over, those, those are going to make for some scenes at, like, NXT. You can get anything over down in Orlando, oh. wherever that is. You can get anything over in NXT. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if... It, but, again, it, tra- it trains the rest of us, you know? Yeah. Remember it's, when it's, everybody down there was doing the the Italian hand gesture? <laughs> That's the, true. The, like, the pin, the little, like, shaking the pinch at you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can get anything working down there. But that's wow. true. Yeah, he's, he's super over, man. It's, he's a lot of fun. They should just call him up tomorrow. He's also 25, I heard. He's not 25. Yeah, I heard that though. too. His mom corrected yeah. the record on his age. That Come happens, on, mom. Bro. Come on, man. African moms. I get it, yo. You got to carry the birth certificate. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, yeah, that would probably be a bad look if, like, the first African, <laughs> one of the first African superstars in WWE had been lying about his age. I think it. I think it was more than more of a miscommunication than a lie, but I hope I would hope so. Because no, I think it's I more that jokes. like they probably all they'll probably all take their ages down when they when they show I up. Mean, and, you know the, the jokes the, were flying, bro. Yeah. Like, t- trust me, I played. You know, I'm a uh, I played basketball most of my life going into college, and I played with a lot of Africans. And trust me, there were some boys. <laughs> That was a little bigger than the average. That, you know, the little like, receding oh, hairlines. Oh, you know, we're, we're you play, get playing them up a grade. Like, word, that's what we're doing. You got that mustache in ninth grade. That's what <laughs> they all mentioned. Like, yeah, you guys remember Eddie Murphy Raw? I'm like, no, I was two. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing with you. I'll play it. It was just funny. It was just, it happens, bro. It happens, man. Don't make it hot. 25 years old, 22 years old. It doesn't matter. He is the next big thing in my eyes. I'm I'm such a fan of Obafemi. I think he is going to be, you know, and, and I think WWE knows it too. Who's going to be world champion first, Obafemi or Hook? Obafemi. Ah, ah, I don't know. Not, not, maybe not before. Hook's got a head start. Hook might hook has hook has probably got the best um he's best positioned to be like the young upstart surprise champion that AEW never do, does. You're right. We should do I mean that's what last night did for him. It was yeah. fantastic stuff. Definitely. We should do a ranking somehow of like of who's gonna win the title next. Right. Like right. what are the what are the odds? Like like just think about it. You could do this all over the place. Who do you think's who do you think's more like who's gonna win the title next? Hook or Daniel Garcia? Oof. Man, the world title? Yeah. Who's more likely to win the world title first? I, I think Daniel Garcia only because that dance is over right. as hell, too. I don't yeah. think it's the dance. I just think that like as soon as he gets positioned, then he's a legit guy. He could go against Joe and they would make it seem like he's not yep. just an underdog. He would be yep. the underdog, but you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I would say um, Daniel Garcia, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, let's get out of here. We'll do a we'll we'll, we'll do a big episode Monday to make up for it. But Hey, feel better, bro. I appreciate it. I've been, you know, holding myself together for the past <laughs> thirty-five minutes. So we're gonna yeah. let's roll. We're gonna man. take our this. We're gonna take our exit here before yeah. things get terrible. Kaz, you want to get your plugs in on the way out? Uh, filmed new WWE Ultimate uh, this week, so Ultimate Warrior Rumble. Check that out uh, the Sunday before. Um, a new WWE. This is awesome. Catch me on Count It, Fanatic Sports Book. Anybody watching the NBA? Uh, Catch me over there. And uh, thank you, all the nice, kind people who sent me good words after uh, finally getting my first New York Sports Emmy this week. Uh, oh, that's right. For, Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. That really meant a lot to me. I, I, I've, I've been nominated four times, 
and uh, never got one. So it really does. Uh, it really did. I did really feel accomplished, especially being a New Yorker. It hits a little different. Grew up watching a lot of these guys. So uh, again, really do appreciate it. Uh, means more to me than you ever know. But in any case, catch me over there and uh, catch you guys Monday. What would mean more to you? New York sports Emmy or a Slammy? Oh, man. I don't know. Well, I already got the sports at me now. So, I mean, now I got to... <laughs> I got to see. I get a, a, a PWI plaque or something. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's what I forgot to mention. Black Taurus is now officially signed by AEW slash Ring of Honor, but will not be known as Black Taurus. Yeah. Because yeah. AAA owns the name. Gotcha. That, I, guy's, that guy's good. That guy's good. Is he is he Vikingo style commander, super... No, you've uh, seen Black Taurus. He's the he's the big dude. He's like with he has a mask. Really? That looks like Luchasaurus kind of, except he's a bull, and he's just like he's cut a lot of weight over the past like ten Not months. Not gonna hold you. I I must have oh. completely blanked on Black Taurus. He's the he is the I guy. He's the guy, that, the guy yeah. that Vikingo jumps off of. Like he's the guy that uh, fights. He's the base for everybody. Okay. Or Damn. like jumps into. You know, like he's just he's the big dude. He's fantastic. All right. Well, shit. Let me. He let wrestles me. in TNA a lot. Or impact a lot, whatever. He's let me he's step my really game good. up. Let me see what's going with Black Taurus then. My bad. Oh. <laughs> Go check out Black Taurus. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was big. There was some, oh yeah, one more question. I just I don't understand. Brian, you can get in on this too. Is the Bullet Club Gold trying to change their name to the Bang Bang Gangs for copyright purposes? <laughs> It does kind of seem like they're they're leaving a lot of money on the because table. Because they put they 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 released this new song and the tweet was like the Bang Bang Gang has a new theme song and the graphics are all, all say Bang Bang Gang and I was like okay well they, I guess they're doing this thing and they come out last night and the graphic says Bullet Club Gold uh, like the on screen graphic. Uh, I, I don't mind know. Bang Bang Gang of all of the things that, that could have that could have been. I'm maybe okay. that's what they maybe they wanted to call themselves something different when they first got into AEW, but they were like, ah, let's use this bullet club name. Let's let's squeeze the last little juice we can out of this bullet club name. And now that bang bang gang is so fun to say, and you can say it on Turner Network Television. Maybe. Maybe they're just gonna go by the bang bang gang before bang, the Bang Bang Gang. Yeah. <laughs> well probably, yeah, it leads yeah. to a lot of fun if like announcers say it backwards or something. Yeah, bang, so, yeah. Bang, gang. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, I like those guys a lot. They're yeah, they're just same. a lot of fun. Anyway. Wrestling is fun. I'm going to go watch some as I uh, tend to Heal up, bro. Heal up. Thank you to the illustrious Brian H. Waters for producing this episode. That's right. Thank you to our EP, Ben Cruz. Be sure to listen to all of the great shows on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Wednesday Worldwide, Cheap Heat, and of course, The Last Man Show with Kaz. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, apologies as always to John Moxley. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids. Peace. Peace.